Welcome to We On Fire Sports Podcast, providing fire takes and analysis on sports topics. We have some guests providing their thoughts across the sport landscape. No narratives here. Straight talk. No chaser. We On Fire Sports Podcast. We on Fire Sports Podcast. Man, man, once again, checking in, man. We on Fire Sports Podcast, man. We got episode number 24 coming up, man. 2021 is coming to an end. Man, we just had the Christmas holiday. And man, man, once again, I wish everybody a happy holidays. Definitely enjoy your family. Kick back. Enjoy these uh Good sporting events and games that's on during the holiday time, man. I know a lot of you guys, man, enjoy uh, these events uh, with your family members, and uh, especially during the holiday season. A lot of family members really don't see it until that time of the year. So definitely want to send a shout out to all of you guys. Definitely enjoy your family. Absolutely be safe during this time of the year as 2021 is coming to a closure as we look forward to 2022 on the slate. And man, we on five sports podcast, man. It's our first year on the young podcast airways for 2021. It's definitely been a blessed year for me. And I want to send my well wishes to all of you listeners out there as well. So, man, in episode number 24, man, got coming up, man. We're going to break down, man, this college football playoff. You know, you got Alabama taking on Cincinnati. You got the Georgia Bulldogs taking on the Michigan Wolverines. And the semifinal games coming up on New Year's Eve, man. And they're going to definitely be a good tilt between both these games. I hope COVID doesn't affect these games in any way. We've had a lot of cancellations out here in the bowl situation. Also, too, man, we're going to get into the National Football League, man. We're going to break down uh, last week games. We had some Christmas games and games after Christmas, man. We're definitely going to get into that and take a look at the upcoming week of the National Football League, man, as this thing is rolling to a closure, definitely going to take a look at that playoff picture as well. Man, we're going to take a look across the NBA as, man, we had the Christmas games concluding and teams getting back into the fold after the holiday. Man, it's been a lot of good uh, basketball games over the last three or four days or so, so we're definitely going to take a look at that. And, man, man, we're going to take a look at a few other items across the slate, man. Certain updates I'm going to provide during this podcast. So, man, definitely sit back. Enjoy. We on Fire Sports Podcast. Coming up, my thoughts across the National Basketball Association. We on Fire Sports Podcast. We on Five Sports Podcast. Man, man, the NBA, man, is heating up, man. It's, man, we're almost halfway through the NBA season. Man, it's been a lot of little small-time moves in the NBA, man. And first move I'm going to get into, man, reportedly we got the Los Angeles Lakers trading uh, Rajon Rondo to the Cleveland Cavaliers for Denzel Valentine. It appears that the Lakers will cut Denzel Valentine to create an extra roster spot. 
man, Rondo pretty much kind of fell out of the rotation out in Los Angeles. And, man, I think Rondo actually, man, in my opinion, man, shout out to him, man. I think he's been an outstanding basketball player in his career, world champion on the Boston Celtics. But I think, man, it's pretty much a done deal for Rondo, man. I think that uh, Cleveland, they're interested in the services because we had uh, Rubio get the ACL injury, so he's out for the season. Cleveland currently in the fifth position in the East, man, playing good basketball, man. So they're trying to get a come up to get another uh, reserve guard, a guard with playoff experience and big game experience, man. So to me, it's a plus for Cleveland. The Lakers, man, is kind of like as the old soap, soap opera would say, man, as the world turns with them. Man, is man pretty much man just gonna go through these standings man as things are you know kind of getting to the almost a halfway point man and want to wish everybody a happy new year as we roll into 2022 and as we roll into 2022 man in the east man we got a new number one seed in the east and that team is the chicago bulls shout out to billy donovan and company shout out to uh Mark Eversley, shout out to AK Aturis Konishevich in the front office as they built this basketball team, man, and making big offseason moves, bringing in Lonzo Ball, DeMar DeRozan, Alex Caruso, and the Bulls sit on top as the number one seed in the East. They currently have two players in the top six in scoring in the National Basketball Association. Man, a lot of people are saying, me included, that DeMar DeRozan definitely should be an MVP candidate. And the Bulls, they're handling business, man. They're simply winning games with guys being out due to COVID. Currently, Billy Donovan is out due to COVID. So, man, it's a tough situation for the Bulls. Roster-wise, they just picked up Jordan Bell on the 10-day. And, man, man, just keep winning ball games, man. And these, these Bulls, you know, I think they're for real basketball club. I'm not sure if they're going to hold on to the number one seed for the rest of the season, but definitely this team is a playoff team, man. And I see this team definitely falling no further than second or third tops as they keep this momentum going. In the second position, we got the Brooklyn Nets as they're waiting, anticipating the return of Mr. Kyrie Irving to the fold. As Brooklyn, they're sitting in the second seed. They got the same identical record as the Bulls. And, man, man, the Bulls actually own the tiebreaker by winning two games so far this season against the Nets. As the Nets currently, they had just took an L against the Philadelphia 76ers. But this team, man, to me, they've been going through pretty much the same kind of deal as the Bulls, man, with, with some small injuries and COVID situations. But they keep keep the ball rolling. In the third seed, man, we got the Bucks, man, a, a game back currently of both of those teams in the first position tie, first and second position. As the Bucks, man, they just keep on rolling, man. And Giannis, to me, he's definitely a guy that's in the MVP conversation. I know a lot of people, you know, gassed up on Stephen Curry, also to the great play of Kevin Durant. But I definitely think that Giannis, man, he approaching. I think he's, I have him third on my MVP situation, man. Him and DeMar DeRozan battling out for that third spot on the MVP checklist, man. So Milwaukee definitely uh, getting back into their fold as far as being the defending world champions, man, and trying to make a run through the East and get back to the NBA Finals again. Then we got the Miami Heat, Pat Riley and company, man. Is the Miami Heat, man, they keep rolling as well. You know, the Heat has won five games in a row, such as the Bucks, also two the Bulls and won six in a row. So the teams at the top of the East is pretty hot right now. Is man, the Heat, 
pretty much with the uh, moves that they've made with Kyle Lowry over the offseason. They're definitely getting Tyler Hero playing some best uh, ball of his career, a nice little stretch of his career right now. We got uh, Max Sturgis playing good basketball for them. Big man came in to step into his role once uh, Bam Adebayo got hurt. And so Miami, man, they're creeping on the come up, man. It appears they're trying to make a, a nice little playoff run this season. So we'll see how things unfold for them for the rest of the season. Then, man, we got the surprise team in the East of Cleveland Cavaliers. They got the biggest lineup in basketball, man. They starting three seven-footers every single night. Man, they're winning games, winning tough games. They had some injuries in the backcourt with Rubio going out in the fold. And, man, man, it's just a tough situation for them as far as the injuries is concerned. But they're definitely keeping the boat afloat. And this young team, man, look like Cleveland may make the playoffs this season, man. That's looking like a real possibility as they're currently in the fifth seed. And a half game behind them is the Philadelphia 76ers. As Joel Embiid, man, getting back, back into his bag again. Another big game against Brooklyn the other night. And the 76ers, man, they're just trying to keep it moving until they figure out that whole situation. Well, you know who. I'm not even going to mention his name, man, because at the end of the day, you know, I think all this whole situation on him, I think he's been a baby in this situation. So we'll see uh, what kind of moves they make for uh, that young Simmons chap. Then we got behind them, which is about a half a game back, is the Charlotte Hornets. Shout out to LaMelo Ball. Been playing some great basketball in his second season in the NBA. This team is an exciting team to watch. You know, they got a, a couple good young pieces. Shout out to Bridges, Miles Bridges, who, man, trying to catch him a body every single night as this team is trying to keep it moving, man, and try to get themselves in the playoffs, man. Shout out to MJ and company up in Charlotte. Then we got a half a game behind them. We got the Washington Wizards. This team started off very surprising in the first couple weeks of the season. They kind of fell back to the pack as we got, man, the recently vaccinated Bradley Bill. So definitely Washington in the second half of this season or the second part of the season for them. They're trying to get themselves in a high position, man. This team has been a little up and down, man. They've uh, been four and six in the last 10 games. Then we got the ninth seed. We got the Boston Celtics, who's a game and a half behind them. Currently two games under 500. I'm going to just go ahead and put it out here right now, man. This team is destined for the play-in. They're too up and down for me, man. They really need a point guard as bad as ever. You know, I'm not sure if they're going to break up Tatum and Brown. I wouldn't if I'm the Boston Celtics. I just think they need to retool their roster a little bit, man, to be more competitive and be able to win some more uh, competitive games, multiple games in a row because they straight up and down. And then in the 10th position, man, we got the New York Knicks. Man, the Knicks, man, currently two games on the 500, man. This team has been up and down all season. Man, I'm not sure what's going on with Tibbs and that whole Kimber Walker situation as I got in before. But, man, man, the Knicks, they need to make some kind of roster move or something, man. They put themselves back into the fold of being a playoff team, man. This team was a second-round team last season before losing to the Atlanta Hawks. And, man, they're running the threat of not making the playoffs this season. So, Tibbs and company, man, they need to get their act together, man, especially if they're trying to uh, get out of that play-in situation.
Then we got our West, man, the Western Conference. We got the two juggernauts at the top. Currently, Golden State is in the first seed. We got the Phoenix Suns a, a half a game behind them. Man, 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 man. These two teams definitely going to ward out for the rest of the season. Both of these teams have lost their last game, but I think they're locked in pretty much in the first and second seed. But that third seed, man, surprise. I'm not going to say a surprise team, but a team that has, uh, I think, played a little bit better than expectations, per se, even though a lot of teams or a lot of people figure out that this team could definitely make a deep playoff run, and that's the Utah Jazz in the third position. They're currently a game and a half out of first. Man, this team has been rolling. Donovan Mitchell and company. Man, Thug Life, man, Claxton, because that's my nickname for my man. I'm sorry, Clarkston. Jordan Clarkston, man, Thug Life, man, has been playing tremendous for them. Rudy Gobert, once again, doing his thing in the middle. Man, getting rebounds, blocking shots, giving me a little bit of offense. So this team, man, they looking like a real threat. Uh, we'll hopefully see if this team can make a deep playoff run this season. Also, too, we got the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, John Moran and company, man, this team, man, is just continuing to try to gut out games. This is a tough, tough team, man. Shout out to Taylor Jenkins, the head coach of the Memphis Grizzlies. You know, they're battling through COVID as well. You know, a few guys in and out of the lineup. But this team is playing good basketball. They're a tough basketball team. Shout out to my man, Bane. Keep shooting that rock. Man, so they have a lot of contributing guys to their ball club. And, man, they're coming through twofold for the Memphis Grizzlies. And the number five position currently, we got the Denver Nuggets. As the Nuggets are currently one game over 500. Man, we got Michael Porter Jr. out, man. We got Murray out. Not sure when them two gentlemen are going to be able to get back on the court. Jokic, to me, man, is playing MVP basketball, man. I don't have him in my top three, man, but he's definitely playing MVP basketball as the Nuggets are trying to keep their head above water, man, until those two starters come back into the fold, man. Then we got the Los Angeles Clippers in the sixth position, currently sitting at 500 on the season. Man, this team is really a 500 ball club. We don't know when Kawhi Leonard is going to be back. Paul George has been playing well so far this season. You know, Reggie Jackson came back in the fold, man, trying to get him some OG minutes uh, with the Clippers, man. But I think this team is what their record are, man, until Kawhi Leonard comes back, which is a 500 ball club. Then we got in the seventh position, the team that everybody's been talking about, and that's the Los Angeles Lakers, currently a game under 500. Man, this team, man, they had high expectations during the early part of the season. We had AD go out with multiple injuries. We've had a few guys not even seen the court yet for their ball club and franchise. They just waived Isaiah Thomas or didn't re-sign him back on the 10-day. They're trading Rajon Rondo. Russell Westbrook has been up and down. This is a walking soap opera, man. Not sure about this team, but I think that they're pretty much going to be within that 7-10 position, man, uh, in the West, man. I just... They're waiting on AD to come back. This team is horrific defensively. LeBron James has been playing outstanding, but at the end of the day, man, it's all about wins at this stage of his career, not stats. Then we got the Dallas Mavericks in the eighth position, man. They're currently a game under 500. This team has been tossy turvy all season as well. I'm not sure about the pieces around uh, Yoke. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Dunkage. Uh, Dunkage is a, you know, a good player, man. But I think at the end of the day, we going to see, man, they got a new GM uh, coming in this season, man. So, to me, they're behind the eight ball as far as being able to make some roster moves, man, to keep their team competitive in the tough Western Conference. 
Then we got the Minnesota Timberwolves, currently three games under 500 in the ninth position, man. Anthony Edwards is a young man that is growing into a man. I think he's definitely an all-star this season. And he could sneak up, depending on the Timberwolves' record this season, on an all-NBA team, man, especially on, on, on the Raptors. This young young dude is playing. Man, Cat has been playing a little bit better, uh, even though he's been out uh, due to COVID over the last couple of days. So we'll see how Minnesota kind of gets out the fold. Shout out to D'Angelo Russell, who actually has been playing pretty well this season. So we'll see as the young Minnesota Timberwolves try to get up in the standards and get up in the seat, man, to avoid the play-in situation. We'll see. Then we got the San Antonio Spurs coming in in the 10th position. This team, man, a lot of people saying they rebuild it. Man, for them, I think their whole goal is the play-in situation. There's been a lot of rumors out there that uh, Greg Popovich just might be his final season as uh, Steve Kerr takes over also, too, for USA Basketball. Man, I wouldn't be surprised, man, if he walks into the sunset. He's had a tremendous career, one of the greatest coaches and, and NBA people of all time, man, Greg Popovich. But to me, I think the whole goal is to get into the play-in, man. So that's the NBA, man. We on Fire Sports Podcast definitely going to give you these updates as they come through, man. Man, I appreciate y'all listening. Once again, Happy New Year 2022. Hopefully this year will be another great year for We On Fire Sports Podcast. Once again, we appreciate everybody listening. We On Fire Sports Podcast. We On Fire Sports Podcast. Man, man, we definitely had some sad news over the holiday season, man, as the legendary football extraordinaire man mr john madden passed away during this holiday season man and man this guy was professional football you know a lot of people depending on your age has a different perspective on mr john madden you know a lot of say the new age knows john obviously from the great football games produced by ea sports you know, I've definitely enjoyed them over the years, old enough to remember the first Madden, uh, definitely before the even licensing situation with the National Football League. And man, I just got to sitting back and thinking, man, how big of a loss this is, man. You know, John, him and the legendary Pat Summerall, definitely the best announcers, probably in all the sports, man. I mean, these guys have called some of the greatest games in the National Football League some Super Bowls, great conference championship games. You know, I definitely have some uh, fond memories of them calling my Chicago Bears, man. We made our Super Bowl run in 1985. Man, just sitting, you know, at home, man, in the wintertime, man, just young and can't go outside because it's freezing cold, man, watching the Bears make the trek to become world champions and Pat and John, man, kind of leading the way on the telecast, man, and Obviously, this man was a great coach. You know, at 32 years old, he became coach of the then Oakland Raiders under the great Al Davis. May he rest in peace as well. And some of the greatest personalities in football, some of the greatest teams in football, definitely in the 1970s, some of the grudge match games with the Pittsburgh Steelers, 
them finally, you know, getting the monkey off their back with the Super Bowl win against the Minnesota Vikings. And some of the great players and personalities, once again, that he was able to coach along the way, whether it's Gene Upshaw, uh, you know, Kenny State, Snake Stabler, you know, Gene Atkinson, you know, Jack Tatum, Fred Hendricks. So, you know, this guy's coached Hall of Fame players, Ted Branch, Fred Belintikoff. I mean, the list just goes on and on, man. And so this guy was a great football mind. I mean, he's a great football coach, the winningest coach in Raiders history. And this guy just was a common man's guy. And I think that is the reason why he was so legendary with his run at CBS and Fox. You know, he was able to break down the game in a way that the average person understands, man. And definitely we all remember his sayings and just whacking this on the telestrator, man. So it's definitely going to be a loss that we all as football lovers and fans out there is definitely going to miss. You know, he definitely allowed his players to be themselves. You know, he allowed his players to just, you know, play how football is supposed to be played, hard and aggressive. And man, this is, I can't say it the, the, the least, man. This is a huge loss. You know, my condolences out to his family. I know he has some sons. Um, you know, I definitely, you know, recall him making the, NFL or pro football, I'm sorry, Hall of Fame, 2006. Thought it was well overdue. So, Mr. Madden, man, definitely you've touched my lives and millions of football lives across the world and across the country. May you rest in peace. We on Five Sports Podcast. Coming up, my thoughts are the, the, the National Football League. We on Fire Sports Podcast. We on Fire Sports Podcast. Man, man, the NFL definitely going to the final stretch of the National Football League season. As we got, man, week number 16 that just concluded. As I'm going to break down week number 16, man. It's, man, it kicked off, man, with the 49ers against the Titans as the Titans was able to win this game 20-17. to As the Titans currently go 10-5 and on the season as the Niners drop 8-7 on the season. Man, man, it appears that the 49ers playoff uh, chances on thin ice. Titans and company roll to another victory in this particular game. Is man is once again they go to ten and five and six and two on the season at home. Then we had the Christmas game where we had the Cleveland Browns traveling to Lambeau Field as they took on the Packers as the Packers won twenty four to twenty two as Aaron Rodgers set the team touchdown record for touchdowns surpassing the great Brett Favre. Uh, Baker Mayfield and company once again came up short. They're seven and eight on the season as the Packers go to twelve and three on the season. Man, the Browns, man, man. Man, playoff chances are definitely in jeopardy now as Baker Mayfield apparently is receiving online death threats. Keep your head up out here, man. It's just a football, just a football game, Cleveland. Be cool out here. 
Then we got the Colts, man. They traveled out to Arizona to take on the Cardinals as the Colts won 22 to 16. As man, and the, the Colts came in this game kind of banged up a little bit, but they played great defense, kept Kyler Murray in check as they was able to pull off a road victory, man. And man, as the uh, Cardinals fall to 10 and 5 on the season, Colts go to 9 and 6 on the season. Cardinals, man, straight on the skids. They got injuries and they're not playing good football so far, man. So we'll see how that goes. Then we had the Lions, man, traveling down to A-Town to take on the Atlanta Falcons as the Falcons was able to win 20-16. to It's man, man. It was a last-minute pick by the Falcons at the end of this game to save a win. I actually predicted that the Lions would win this game. They came up just short. And, man, Campbell and company, the head coach up there, man, he got his team playing hard, man. Keep your head up, D-Town. Then we had the Baltimore Ravens traveling down to Cincinnati to play the Cincinnati Bengals. As, man, Joe Burrow and company, man, put, put up 41 points as Burrow threw for 525 and four touchdowns, man. Man, boy, as they defeat the Ravens 41-21, to 21, Ravens go to 8-7 and seven on the season. They play off chances on thin ice as we got the Cincinnati Bengals going to 9-6 and six in that black and blue division. Big time win for the Cincinnati Bengals. Then we had the Rams traveling to Minnesota to play the Vikings as the Rams won 30 to 23. As man, as the Rams actually had a punt return towards the end of this game, win this game. Rams go to 11 and 4, trying to man get home field in the NFC. And the Vikings fall to 7 and 8. Man, man, good luck to the Vikings, man. As their playoff hopes, you know, they needed that particular win in that particular game, but they fall, fell up short again. Man, then we had the Bills, man, traveling to New England to play the Patriots as the Bills was able to win 33-21 to as Josh Allen threw for 314 and three TDs in this game as the uh, Bills go to 9-6 and six, as well as the Patriots fall to 9-6 and six on the season. Man, man, this division is still up for grabs, man. Man, this is an up for grabs division. Shout out to uh, uh, both ball clubs, man, especially to New England. They're surprising a lot of teams. They still have a chance to uh, win this division. Then we had the stinker game of the week. We had the Jacksonville Jaguars traveling up to New York to play the Jets as the Jets was able to win 21 to 20. I'm sorry, 26 to 21. As man, the Jets go 4 and 11. Then we had the Giants traveling to Philadelphia to play the Eagles as the Eagles won 34 to 10. And then we had the Bucks winning 36, 32 to 6 against the Carolina Panthers as the Bucks go 11 and 4 on the season. And the Panthers fall to 5 and 10 on the season as, man, the Bucks won the NFC South title. Man, it's been a while since they won that South, South title, even though they're still uh, defending Super Bowl champions. As, man, Antonio Brown had 10 receptions and a 101 yards for them on the comeback from his uh, COVID little situation. Then we had the Los Angeles Chargers traveling out to Houston to play the Texans as the Texans won 41 to 29. Man, this was a huge upset. The Chargers, man, they've been kind of up and down all season as they're eight and seven. And the Texans go to four and 11 on the season. Then we had the Chicago Bears traveling out to Seattle. It was a big snow game, man, as we had Nick Foles in the fold as quarterback as the Bears was able to win with some late-game magic from Nick Foles as well as a two-point conversion. Bears, my Bears go to 5-10 and 10 on the season, Seattle 5-10 and 10 on the season. I don't expect both these head coaches to be back into the fold next season. And then we had the Steelers traveling out to Arrowhead to play the Chiefs as the Chiefs was able to win 36-10. to 10. Chiefs go 11 and 4 in the season. Pittsburgh go to 7 and 7 on the season. As man, the Chiefs are the hottest team in the National Football League. Look like they definitely got their swag and they drip back. No doubt about that. 
Then we got the Broncos, man. They traveled out to Las Vegas to play the Raiders as the Raiders won the tight one, 17-13. I told y'all before this was a pick em game. As the Raiders go 8-7 and seven on the season, Broncos fall to 7-8. and eight. Then we had the Washington football team traveling to Dallas as the Cowboys put up 56 up on Washington as they was able to get a win and go to 11-4 on the season. Then we had the Dolphins versus the Saints on Monday Night Football as the Dolphins won 20-3. The Saints' offense just looked terrible right now, man. Not sure what they what they got going on. As the Dolphins is another hot team, man, going to 8-7 on the season in the playoff pitch in the AFC as the Saints fall to 7-8. So, man, that was the National Football League, man. Definitely, man, we got the final weeks and the final uh, little uh, playoff implications coming up we on five sports podcast definitely gonna break down the playoff situations across the national football league once again i appreciate it man we on five sports podcast we on five sports podcast Coming up, as we take a look at the college football playoff, the national semifinal matchups, and man, leading into the championship game. We on Fire Sports Podcast. We on Fire Sports Podcast. Man, man, once again, it's holiday season, man. We got it down to the nitty-gritty in college football. As we have the college football playoff, man, as you know, top four teams in the country, man, compete in the semifinals and the championship game to crown the college football national champion. As, man, we had the hot matchup, man, kicking off between the Alabama Crimson Tide, the winners of the great SEC conference, up against Cincinnati, Luke Finkel and company, and their first appearance in the college football playoff. First appearance for a uh, you know non-big, big power five conference team to get into the college football playoff. As man, a lot of people thought Cincinnati had a puncher's chance in this football game, but it appears they were wrong as the Crimson Tide rolled on once again, winning 27 to six. It's man. Brian Robinson Jr., man, and I like this young running back, man, for the Crimson Tide, man. I think this guy is outstanding for him. I do think personally he needs to get the ball more for them. As, man, he showed up big time, 204 yards, man, put in work, man. So, shout out to him, man, and, man, the Crimson Tide was able to roll on. Bryce Young played a nice composed football game, man. Heisman Trophy winner. This young kid, man, is impressing me game by game. Uh, for some reason, I was a little skeptical on Bryce, but man, this guy's definitely proven me wrong in the last month of the season. Then in the second matchup, man, we had the Michigan Wolverines taking on the Georgia Bulldogs as the first game was in the Cotton Bowl, and this particular game was, man, in the Orange Bowl down in Miami as, man, we had Georgia coming in off the ill in the SEC Championship game against Alabama. Michigan, the winners of the Big Ten, we had UGA pulling it off 34 to 11. As man, Bennett, Stanson Bennett for the Georgia Bulldogs threw for 313 yards. You know, this guy's a walk on man. He was a question mark for me. 
And, man, he came up big time in this football game. And, man, shout out to Cook, man, the running back for the Georgia Bulldogs, putting up 112 tough yards, man, made some big time, big time catches in this football game. This game was pretty much over in the first half, man, as Georgia uh, was able to move on. As, man, we got the matchup, man, the rematch. Georgia versus Alabama in the national championship game, two SEC schools, two schools rich in tradition. Georgia trying to win their first national championship since the great team, 1982, with Herschel Walker and company. So, man, Alabama is business as usual. Man, man, they stumped this team in the SEC championship game, and I'm going to have my preview coming up, man, before that game kick off. But definitely, definitely, man, it's a hot situation in college football as we got the national championship game. So, once again, man, we on Five Sports Podcast, man, on the college scene, man. Appreciate y'all listening, man. We on Five Sports Podcast. sports podcast man man the nfl man is coming to the final stretch of the regular season as man we're up to week number 17 in the national football league and man we're gonna go through these games man and because uh we got the final two weeks of the national football league season we got the playoffs heating up we got teams trying to make that stretch run try to get into the playoffs and lock in their season so we're gonna get right into it man Man, the Sunday game kicking off, man. We got the Saints traveling down to Atlanta to play the Falcons. As we all know, this is a huge rivalry across the National Football League. The Saints currently at 7-8. and eight. The Falcons at 7-8. and eight. Regardless of the records, it's always a tough football game and a well-played football game. As, man, the Falcons and the Saints, they're trying to kind of position themselves for an outside shot of making the playoffs. We'll see. I think this is a pick em football game. I think that the New Orleans Saints offense right now is straight-up garbage. Uh, they've had some injuries, you know, uh, all season uh, on the offensive end, guys in and out of the lineup, guys out for the season. So I got this one as a pick em. And, man, I have the Falcons actually knocking off the Saints in this football game by a field goal. Then we got the Jets, man, traveling out to Orchard Park to play the Buffalo Bills. The Jets are 4-11 on the season. Bills are 9-6 on the season. Bills been a little bit up and down over the last six weeks of the NFL season. Man, we'll see if they can get a game against their division rival, uh, the New York Football Jets. I do got the Bills winning this football game. Josh Allen and company, I think they handle their business at home. Then we got the AFC North showdown between the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Cleveland Browns. This game kicks off at 1 Eastern. Man, we got the Bengals going up into Cleveland at 9-6 on the season. Cleveland at 7-8 on the season. Pretty much, in my opinion, I think this is a game that divide, uh, decides this division pretty much straight out right, meaning that the Bengals, they handled their business in this game. I think they got the division on lock. Drew Burrow is coming off a big-time game for throwing over 500 yards and four TDs. In this one, man, I do have the Bengals going into Cleveland and knocking off the Cleveland Browns in this particular football game. Cleveland has just been straight up and down for me, man, to roll with them at this point. 
Then we have the Green Bay Packers traveling up to Detroit to play the Detroit Lions. Packers are 12-3 on the season. They've already clinched the NFC North. Packers are looking, man, foaming at the mouth to try to get home field advantage through the NFC playoffs as they travel up to Detroit to play the Lions. Obviously, I got the Packers winning this football game. Once again, Dan Campbell have his guys playing hard, but I don't think they got enough talent to knock off the Green Bay Packers. Then we got the New England Patriots traveling down to Miami, uh, Miami Gardens, to play the Miami Dolphins. Uh, both the uh, one uh, that we have the uh, New England Patriots coming in at nine and six on the season. We got the Dolphins eight and seven. Dolphins has been on fire, man, the last month or so during the season. Man, this is going to be a close, close football game. I think it's going to be a, a pretty good football game. But, man, in this one, I actually have the Dolphins handling their business at home, man, against the Patriots. Then we got the Chicago Bears, my Chicago Bears, currently 5-10 and 10 on the season. We're looking to make wholesale changes, but we got to go up to Minnesota to play the Minnesota Vikings, who are 7-8 and eight on the season. Man, man, in this one, man, I got the Vikings handling their business at home. Vikings got a very outside chance of trying to get into the playoffs. I think they handle their business at home against my Chicago Bears. Then we got the Washington football team, 6-9 and nine on the season, traveling up to New York to play the New York Giants, who are currently 4-11. The Giants pretty much they are looking for next season. And, man, I think that, you know, word on the street is they're going to bring Joe Judge back. Not sure why. But in this one, I have the Washington football team handling their business up in New York against the New York football Giants. Then we got the Dallas Cowboys in another NFC matchup, 11-4, coming in against the 8-7 Philadelphia Eagles. Man, in this one, man, I got the Cowboys handling their business against the Eagles. I think it's going to be a very close football game, and I think it's going to come down to the fourth quarter. But I do have the uh, Dallas Cowboys handling their business as they're looking to try to get the home field advantage in the NFC playoffs on that end as well. Then we got the Carolina Panthers 5-10 on the season. They're looking pretty much for next season. Man, going down to Tampa to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's the Tampa Bay's 11-4 on the season. Tampa, man, trying to kind of get themselves together as they go to the last couple of weeks of the season. Try to get themselves ready for that stretch playoff run. They're looking also, too, uh, for a chance to get home for the advantage through the NFC playoffs. So they still got a lot to play for as well. Then we got the Indianapolis Colts, 9-6 on the season, going down to Duval County to play the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are 2-13. Obviously, Jacksonville has been through a lot this season as they're looking forward to the NFL draft. Man, the Colts, man, it's a tough team. Frank Wright and company, they're, they're a top-notch football club. We got Jonathan Taylor, to me, as an MVP candidate so far this season. They're trying to handle their business without uh, Carson Wentz. And, man, they got a good defense and they run the football. I think that'll be enough for them to handle Jacksonville. Then we got the Pittsburgh Steelers 7-7-1 on the season. Man, traveling to Baltimore to play the Ravens in this black and blue AFC North division. Man, the Ravens I done lost all trust in. Man, they just got hella injuries. Pittsburgh been up and down all season. To me, this is a pick em game. I do think the Ravens, though, finally handle their business and win a game because they're 5-2 at home so far this season. I think they win this game simply based on the merit of their playing simply in Baltimore. 
Then we got the Tennessee Titans, man, traveling down to Houston to play the Houston Texans. It's the Titans 10 and 5 on the season, Texas 4 and 11 on the season. I do think the Tennessee Titans go down to Houston and handle their business as the Texans season pretty much is over as they're looking forward to the NFL draft as well. So I think the Titans, Tannehill and company, man, I think they go down to Houston, man, and pull off a uh, pull off a victory down there. Then we got an AFC West battle between the Kansas City Chiefs, 11-4, going up against the 7-8 Denver Broncos out in Denver. Chiefs, the hottest team in football right now. Patrick Mahomes and company, man, handling their business, man. They on a, a wild winning streak right now, man. They're definitely the hottest team in football. They got their drip back. And, man, it's looking like they're going to be the uh, AFC favorites to come out of the AFC this season. I do have, expect them to handle their business down in Denver uh, against the Denver Broncos. Then we got the Los Angeles Chargers, man, and another AFC West matchup going out to Las Vegas to play the Las Vegas Raiders. Both these teams have been straight up and down all season long. Man, man, these two teams are hard to predict. But I do think since last week the Chargers lost to Houston, I think they'll be up for this game, especially the divisional game. They're trying to get into that playoff uh, picture in the AFC, both these teams. But I do think that the uh, Los Angeles Chargers handle that business against the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Then we got the San Francisco 49ers, 8-7 on the season, traveling up to, or down to Los Angeles to play the Los Angeles Rams. As the Rams are 11-4 on the season. Rams, man, they're looking pretty good, man. They're trying to uh, lock in a top seed in the NFC. Man, we got a couple ball clubs in the NFC trying to gain that inside track on the uh, Green Bay Packers. Man, I do think that the uh, Rams do handle their business in this game at home. You know, I do think that uh, the Niners, they play tough, man, but I'm just no trusting in the quarterback situation. The straight Lance uh, is going to get the start against the Los Angeles Rams. I do think that the Rams do handle their business. And then we got the final game, which is the Seattle Seahawks 5-10 and 10 on the season. Looking forward to next season so far against the Arizona Cardinals, who are 10-5. and 5. Cardinals and Cliff Kingsbury in this ball club, man, and Kyler Murray. They've been having multiple injuries. They are not playing good football right now. They haven't been playing good football down the stretch. Man, this game, man, normally I think that Arizona will handle their business. But I got a funny feeling that the Seattle Seahawks, man, playing for nothing. This is my upset special of the week. Not really a big-time upset based on how Arizona's been playing. But I got the Seahawks winning this game out in Glendale. So once again, man, that's the National Football League as we're coming down to the last couple weeks of the season. Man, a bunch of these teams out here fighting for uh, playoff playoff position in both conferences man so definitely we're heating up in the national football league definitely gonna check in once again i want to send my condolences breaking news out to the uh the passing of mr dan reeves all football fans know dan reeves some of us go back with dan reeves to his days as a player with the dallas cowboys you know i got familiar with dan reeves as he was the head coach of the denver broncos in the 80s uh, those uh, playoff runs and Super Bowl uh, appearances that they had in the 80s, him and John Elway. Then moving on to the New York football giants for about four seasons before getting canned up in New York. Then he went down to Atlanta, took the Atlanta Falcons to the Super Bowl, losing to the Denver Broncos. And man, man, he's had a luxurious career. Uh, pretty much a stand-up guy. Most of them can hear and a lot of his players you know, definitely, I know, affected by his passing. My condolences to him and his family. Once again, we on five sports podcast.
We on Five Sports Podcast. Man, man, once again, man, happy new year to everybody, man. I hope everybody was safe. Celebrating New Year's is, man, man, it's always a lovely time this year, man, as we push the calendar forward to 2022. I hope that 2021 was a great year. 2021 represented for us is the debut of our podcast, and we appreciate once again all the support from the listeners. We hope 2022 is a great year for you as well. As we on Five Sports Podcast, we still out here. We're definitely going to make some uh, some changes and update this show in a great creative way. We appreciate all the feedback you guys are providing. And man, it's been a great year. In this episode, man, we took a look at 2022 with the NBA. All the teams, man, in the current positions that they are in currently in the standings. Man, we broke down week number 16 in the National Football League. What went down in week number 16. I also previewed week number 17. And man, man, as the NFL is coming down to the final stretch, man, we definitely got into the uh, unfortunate passing of Mr. John Madden, one of the stewards of the game. We all love John Madden. My condolences out uh, to his sons and to his family out there. Man, man, Daly City, California's own John Madden. Definitely, man, was going to be a, a huge, huge loss. And, man, we had another passing as well with the great Dan Reeves, former coach of the Broncos, Giants, and the Atlanta Falcons. So, man, man, 2022, hopefully it's a great year for everybody, man. Once again, I appreciate everybody for listening. We on Five Sports Podcast.